Good morning. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to be reading an ex- excerpt from Small Miracles, uh, Extraordinary Coincidence from Everyday Life by Jita Halberstam and Judith Leventhal. Hmm. Preface by Bernie Siegel, author of Love, Medicine, and Miracles. Wow, there's another good book, huh? Books, books, books. It's, that's all we know, guys. Here we go. The first story on page 177. I'm picking it random. In the 1950s, when it was acceptable for a woman of breeding to work, Epi Letter of Chicago was faced with a quandary. How to direct her dynamism and energy and what to do about her growing restlessness. She had one teenage child who was away in school all day and a busy executive husband who traveled much of the time. Having relocated to the big city in 1954 from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where she had been active in civil affairs, she thought of entering local politics, but it had been warned away. The Chicago machine is not manned by La Follette Democrats, let alone women. An old friend cautioned, if you try your hand at local politics, you might wind up in Lake Michigan wearing a cement ankle bracelet. I have to do something, she thought. I must have a calling. She didn't know what it was, but surely she would know it when she found it. In August of 1955, Epi was reading the Chicago Sunday Times. <coughs> Sun Times. When a certain feature captured attention, she read the column over and over again, once, twice, three, four, with mounting interest. It was the advice column penned by a woman named Ann Landers. At the bottom of the column, there was a note encouraging people to send their problems to Ann Landers with the promise that all letters will be personally answered, even if they weren't used in the paper. The communist must be swamped, thought Epi. I bet she could use an assistant. Now that's something I'd like to do, help Ann Landers answer her mail. She promptly picked up the phone and called an executive she knew at the paper. I figured out what I'd like to do, she announced to the to Will Municky. I'll help Ann Landers answer her mail. There was a long pause on the other end. Now this is odd, said Municky. That you should be calling me now? Ruth Crowley or Ann Landers just died suddenly. I'll call you back. Ruth Crowley or Ann Landers just died suddenly. I'll call you back. By the time Monique had returned her call, Epi Letter had already revised her plans since there was no one to be an assistant to she would simply take over the entire column herself. Wow. She knew it was a reach, but she had a feel for this kind of thing. She told Monique in response, the executive laughed. My dear, he chuckled, the newspaper business is not about granting wishes to ladies with sudden inspirations and nothing to do. When he sensed that Epi's feelings had been hurt, he tried to cushion the blow by gently explaining that this column called for training 
that she simply didn't have. Crowley had been both a newspaper woman and a nurse. And there was the added complication that Ann Landers wasn't just a local feature, but was a syndicate in 40 papers throughout the country. But Epi Lederier was not deterred. She asked how a new Ann Landers would be selected. By competition, Maneki answered, all the contestants will be given the same letters to their answer can be compared to substance and style. 21 contestants, most of them writers and reporters, a few of them executive wives, have been lined up. Well now, you have 22, answered Epi Fiestili. Manuki saw no point in arbitrarily keeping Epi out of the contest. She would soon realize of her own accord that she couldn't cut it. He thought, fine, you're in the contest, he replied. Epi Lederer had never written a line for a publication and had never held a paying job. But she had other qualifications that were important. Common sense, motivation, energy, a clear idea of right and wrong, and tremendous self-confidence. The competition stretched over the course of many weeks and she kept knocking out sample columns that were entertaining, authoritative, and easy to understand. The judges of the Sun-Times were impressed, but they didn't know by whom, because each contestant had a code number. This bit of blind justice was necessitated by the presence of the executive wives in the contest. Week by week, more would be and Landers were eliminated until the final decision was made. The numbers were decoded and the winner was Epi Lederer. There was a small meeting with Epi and a few executives. They gave her a less than ringing vote of confidence. You'll never last, they said. <laughs> Comment. This story teaches us the importance of acting on impulse and being spontaneous rather than being restrained by logic and reason which many of us seem to feel is the higher good. It's important to be able to simply seize the moment and be mindful of opportunities when they present themselves. Let's pray. Whew, an amazing, amazing story. So in my experience of my journey, my spiritual journey is uh, there are angels hanging around and they talk to us very gently. We get impressions, uneasiness that we're supposed to be somewhere else. For instance, I was selling real estate in in Baldwin Park because I had bought a house there with my brother-in-law, and I made friends with people. And you know, and I found out Baldwin Park was still country. It was country. The aroma on the sky was country. I thought it was infested with um, gangs and this and that. Didn't see any. The only the only cholo I saw troublemaker was when I went to the mirror and I shaved. I didn't see, I just saw a lot of loving people, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of joy for planning and, and um, an adventure. Uh, see, I'm getting so much into it, I forgot my topic. Well, I was in the real estate, but I had worked in um, diesel semis, uh, working with the motors and so forth. And so my body wanted to exercise and I was tired of that real estate sitting behind the desk getting so anyway I got I got uh antsy and I out of nowhere I said I'm gonna go buy me some uh, truck driving clothes 
And as soon as I called in my old job, they said, yeah, we got a lot of, lot of opportunities for drivers. They all knew me, everything. I went in really easy, and people started saying I was happier now. One of the things I was producing, bread and milk, butter, delivering meat to the stores, I was in service the way God has made us to be in service. Uh, but when I got to the store, and I, and I backed the trailer up in a very congested area, so much congested that the executives came out to help me back up and really just get in my way. Um, there were a whole bunch of them. And um, I backed up in this Pasadena of uh, cluttered cars and everything. And just to find out, they didn't have any dairy. They didn't have any milk, they didn't have any butter. Everything was gone. And as they were unloading, they said, let's just take the pallets straight into the show, showroom floor and one load from there instead of the old. And they did. And I saw a, a blonde lady with a pregnant in uh, pushing a cart with a beautiful little girl in there and uh, on the cart and pregnant. And she reached over to the top of the, of the crates and started pulling half gallons of milk out of there and putting it in her cart. And I heard a voice on my left side about, oh, six, six and a half feet tall, very clear voice. And the voice said, this is the reason I had you to drive as I was looking at the lady. And I, I kind of jumped to the side and I said, no one tells me what to do. <laughs> I apologize ever since then. But I heard a voice, it was the Lord's voice. You know, it could have been an angel, but it's God, nevertheless. Speak to me, say, this is the reason I had you to drive. Man, I got so excited about hearing God's voice. I became their best employee. I just, until I burned myself out. <laughs> it was just a wonderful experience to hear God's voice. So grounding ourselves and try to listen to God and write down what he says impressions like the story we say uh, we are guided by a, a, a God that tells us that his his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways They're, his plans are plans to prosper us to give us hope and success and laughter and joy resources and peace and peace has 15 different categories, adventure, health, and uh, all kinds of things. Influence to others, like we're doing now together. Okay, have a great day, man. God bless you. Let's pray to our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Have a great day.
All right, I'm going to be reading from Psalms 14, one of my favorite verses or scripture, because today is the 14th. Okay, Psalm 14, Psalm number one, Good News Translation and the Passion Translation. Human wickedness, God looks down from heaven. People say to themselves, there is no God. They are all corrupt and they have done terrible things. There is no one who does what is right. The Lord looks down from heaven at us humans to see if there are anyone who are wise, any who worship him. But they all have all gone wrong. They are all equally bad. Not one of them does what is right. Not a single one. What God is looking for, he is seeing if there's anyone who acts wisely, any who are searching for God and wanting to please one. Please him. Don't they know? Ask the Lord. Are all these evildoers ignorant? They live by robbing my people and they never pray to me. But then they will be terrified for God is with those who obey him. Evildoers frustrate the plans of the humble, but the Lord is their protection. The Lord is always the safest place for the poor when the workers of wickedness oppress them. <laughs> How I pray that victory will come to Israel from Zion. How happy the people of Israel will be when the Lord makes them prosperous again. How I wish that Israel's rescue will rise from the midst of Zion when his people are restored Jacob's joy will break forth and Israel will be glad. Amen. Okay, now we're going to jump to uh, Psalm uh, 44. Psalm 44. Read that. When our ears, we have heard it. Oh God, our ancestors have told us about it, about the great things you did in their time, in the days of long ago. How you yourself drove out the heathen and established your people in their lands. How you punished the other nations and caused your own to prosper. Your people did not conquer the land with their swords. They did not win it by their own power. It was by your power and your strength, by the assurance of your presence, which show that you love them. You are my king and my God. You give victory to your people, and by your power we defeat our enemies. I do not trust in my bow or in my sword to save me, but you have saved me from our enemies and defeated those who hate us. We will always praise you and give thanks to you forever. But now you have rejected us and let us be defeated. We no longer march out with our armies. You made us run from our enemies and they took for themselves what was ours. You allow us to be slaughtered with sheep and scatter us in foreign countries. You sold your own people for a small price as they had little value. Our neighbors 
see what you did to us, and they mock us and laugh at us. You have made us a joke among the nations. They shake their hands at us in scorn. I am always in disgrace. I am covered with shame my, from hearing the sneers and insults of my enemies and those who hate me. All this has happened to us, even though we have not forgotten you or broken the covenant you made with us. We have not even been disloyal to you. We have not disobeyed your commands. Yet you left us helpless among wild animals. You abandoned us in the deepest darkness. If we had stopped worshiping our God and prayed to a foreign God, you would surely have discovered it, because you know our secret thoughts. But it is on your account that we are being killed all the time, that we are treated, treated like sheep to be slaughtered. Wake up, please. Wake up, Lord. Why are you asleep? Rouse yourself. Don't reject us forever. Why are you hiding from us? Don't forget our suffering and trouble. We fail. We fall crushed to the ground. We lie defeated in the dust. Come to our aid because of your constant love. Save us. All right. Amen. Okay, now we're going to go to Psalm 74. They pray for national defense. Why have you abandoned us like this, O God? Will you be angry with your own people forever? Remember your people whom you have chose for yourself long ago, whom you brought out of slavery to be your own tribe. Remember Mount Zion, where once you lived. Walk over there. Walk over these total ruins. Our enemies have destroyed everything in the temple. Your enemies have shouted in triumph of your temple. They have placed their flags. There are signs of victory. They look like woodsmen cutting down trees with their axes. They smash all the wooden panels with their axes and sledgehammers. They wrecked your temple and set it on fire. They desecrated the place where you are worshipped. They wanted to crush us completely. They burned down every holy place in the land. All our sacred symbols are gone. There are no prophets left, and no one knows how long this will last. How long, O God, will our enemies laugh at you? Will they insult your name forever? Why have you refused to help us? Why do you keep your hands behind you? But you have been our king from the beginning. O God, you have saved us many times. With your mighty strength, you divided the sea and smashed the heads of the sea monsters. You crushed the heads of the monster Leviathan and fed his body to desert animals. You made springs and fountains flow. You dried up large rivers. You created the day and the night. You set the sun and the moon in their place. You set the limits of the earth. You made summer and winter. But remember, O Lord, that your enemies laugh at you. That they are godless and despise you. Don't abandon your helpless people to their cruel enemies. Don't forget your persecuted people. Remember the covenant you made with us. There is violence in every dark corner of the land. Don't let the oppressed be put to shame. Let those poor and needy people praise you. 
Rouse yourself, God, and defend your cause. Remember that godless people laugh at you all day long. Don't forget the angry shouts of your enemies, the contentious noise made by your foes. Okay, now we're going to go to Psalm 104. Psalm 104. Praise the Lord, my soul. O Lord, my God, how great you are. You are clothed with majesty and glory. You cover yourself with light. You have spread out the heavens like a tent and build your home on the waters above. You use the clouds as your chariots and ride on the wings of the wind. You use the winds as your messengers and flash of lightning as your servants. You have set the earth firmly on its foundations and it will never be moved. You place the ocean over it like a robe, and the water covered the mountains. When you rebuked the waters, they fled. They rushed away when they heard the shout of your command. They flow over the mountains and into the valleys to the place you had made for them. You set a boundary they can never pass. You keep them from covering the earth again. You make springs flow in the valleys and rivers run between the hills. They provide water for the wild animals. There the wild donkeys quench their thirst. In the trees nearby, the birds make their nests and sing. From the sky you send rain on the hills, and the earth is filled with your blessings. You make grass grow for the cattle and plant for us to use, so that we can grow our crops and produce wine to make us happy, olive oil to make us cheerful, and bread to give us strength. You provide sweet wine to gladden our hearts, to give us daily bread to sustain life, giving us glowing health for our bodies. The cedars of Lebanon get plenty of rain, the Lord's own trees which he planted. There the birds build their nests, the storks nest in the fir trees. The wild goats live in the high mountains and the rock badgers hide in the cliffs. You created the moon to mark the months. The sun knows the time to set. You made the night and in the and in the darkness and the wild animals come out. The young lions roar while they hunt, looking for the food that God provides. When the sun rises, they go back and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work and keep working until evening. Lord, you have made so many things. How wisely you made them all. The earth is filled with your creatures. There is the ocean, large and wide, where countless creatures live, large and small alike. The ships sail on it, and in it plays Leviathan, the sea monster which you made. All of them depend on you to give them food when they need it. You give it to them, and they eat it. You provide food, and they are satisfied. When you turn away, they are afraid. When you take away your breath, they die and go back to the dust from which they came. But when you give them breath, they are created. You give new life to the earth. May the glory of the Lord last forever. May the Lord be happy with what he has made. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He touches the mountains and they pour out smoke. I will sing to the Lord all my life. As long as I live, I will sing praises to my God. May he be pleased with my song, for my gladness comes from him, 
May sinners be destroyed from the earth. May the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. Okay, one more. We're going to read Psalms uh, 134. Okay. I call to praise God. Come, praise the Lord, all his servants, all who serve in his temple at night. Raise your hand in prayer in the temple and praise the Lord. May the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Zion. Over here it says, All his loving priests who serve and sing, come and sing your song of blessings to God. Come and stand before him in the house of God throughout the night watch, lifting up your hands in holy worship. Come and bless the Lord. May the Lord whom you worship, the mighty maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion's glory. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. I'm Fernando, your podcaster here. God bless you. Thank you for coming on today. Uh, the The topic for today is joy, how to access joy. One of the ways to access joy is to hit the piñata and get the candy out of it. The other way is to pray together in unison. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's pray the Our Father, please. This is going to be a real fast podcast. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Father, who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And our scripture for today is found in Nehemiah 8.10 when he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them, for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. <clears throat> Notice that uh, they, apparently, uh, the people that God is talking to are rich. They're, they have ability to have the best of the best. And to even give portions to those who have nothing. And then they qualify for the, that it becomes a holy day unto the Lord. And neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is our reward, our strength. I'm going a little bit fast here, but let's go ahead and just bless all the people that are unfortunate that we know. We may not be able to send them stuff, but we know families that can use a blessing. They may not have a dad, they may not have, they may be going through struggles, all the families in Ukraine and Russia and all the other wars that have been fighting all around the world. We pray for the people and we ask the Lord to bless their souls, bless their minds, their hearts and their provisions. Lord, we just send blessings cooperatively to all the people around the world that they will receive a blessing, that their souls will be healthy, prosper and have joy in the midst of their situation. We just send that out, Lord God. 
Be unto them, Lord, as it would to us, Lord. Bless them according to your riches and glory. And thank you, Lord, amen, for today's joy. In Psalms 9, 9 and 10, it says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. The Lord has not forsaken us that seek thee. Amen. And one more psalm, Psalm 27, verse 13 to 14 says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. That's pretty cool. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his countenance, and give you peace throughout the day. Go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive your joy in Jesus' name. Amen.